Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. Conservative Party of Canada MP Tony Clement is resigning from his caucus assignments amid a sex extortion scandal. He says that he sent sexually explicit images, so pictures of his caucus, and videos to a woman over the past three weeks and is now the victim of an extortion attempt. RCMP are investigating, see if they can find out who's behind it. The guy's 57 years old. You'd think if you're online and suddenly some hot woman shows interest in you and you're, you're that age... You know, red flag, red flag. Think about it, man. But people fall for this stuff. It's not uncommon. And we've got some FM 96 listeners ready to share their stories. Go ahead. Uh, Yeah, I only got a second here, but it's happened to uh, my wife's cousin. They come down from Alberta every year to visit. And just before they came, apparently some woman he was talking to online started uh, doing the pictures back and forth and the videos. Then all of a sudden flipped the script and said, if you're not going to send me this money, I'm going to send this video to your mom, to your aunt, to your whole family. And sure enough, they did. My wife got it. They sent it. Oh, they sent it. Oh, I thought most of these were empty threats. No, they did it. Oh, man. They sent the video to your wife. So this is is your wife's cousin. What was he doing in the video? Uh, He was, uh, I think you can guess. (laughs) (laughs) He was enjoying uh, his own company. He would definitely enjoy it. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. If it's just going to your family, it would be the worst if it went to your bo- your boss, you know, maybe. But if it's your family, be like, listen, you know, guys, you know I'm single. Please don't open your emails. If you get a ra- I'm going to just tell you what happened. Don't look at it. If it's sent to your girlfriend or your wife. Then you're screwed. And you're having an affair. That's when you're in big trouble. Yeah. Well, or if he, you're doing he, he something really guy. freaky in the video. <laughs> Uh, he was a single guy, so it was okay, though. But it was pretty embarrassing because literally the next week he came down for his visit. So, <laughs> Dude, imagine if that happened to your buddy, Taz, how much you'd be ribbing him nonstop. Imagine if it happened to someone who was going to be sleeping at your house next week. <laughs> Throw the sheets out after Cousin Steve leaves. <laughs> Thanks for the call, man. Hi, FM 96. Hi, I'm calling with the catfishing thing. Have you been catfished, or are you a catfisher? No, neither. My mom actually got messaged by a man on Facebook um, for quite a while. I assume it was a man um, saying that he was in the military and um, that he was in Afghanistan and which is trying to woo her online. And, and your mom's single, so she was on a dating site or something. No, she was just on Facebook, but she is single. Yeah. And he, and then I, she, it was it went on for two weeks before she told me, and I looked into it, and apparently it's an incredibly common thing for women in their forties to fifties to be targeted like this. She didn't send him any explicit pictures or video. I think she was no, no. Well, not to my knowledge, I hope not. Um, but she was. Considering sending him a gift or something. Uh, exactly. Money this is such a common thing where, you know, somebody's maybe lonely and some guy in a different country reaches out, says all the right things and says, exactly. all I need is get back on my feet and then I'll come visit you. Can you send me 500 bucks? So it's less of an extortion thing, but like it's just a scam. And th- yeah. th- some women who are, you know, just 60s in, in their 60s and lonely will send $10,000 to a guy. You caught oh, it I- before your mom gave him any money, though, right? I did, yeah. She she didn't send me money, and when I read back to the messages, it's, it's 
interesting how they do it because they will um, they'll go days without talking to them and then say they were out on a tour somewhere. Yeah, it's like, like they're grooming them. you, right? Very, very much so. And yeah. you know, by the point she got to me, she was actually like a little emotionally invested in it. So uh, it's easy to see how it can happen. Good daughtering by you. Hi, FM ninety six. Hey, how's it going? Good. You ever get extorted by a catfisher? Well, that, that's the thing. Like, every once in a while, I'll get, like, Facebook friend requests from, like, insanely hot women yes. with <laughs> no friend, like, relations at all. She's got one picture of herself. I'm always skeptical. It's the wife trying to nab me. <laughs> <laughs> making, up, making up fake profiles. Like, ah, I got you now. <laughs> yeah, worse than getting extorted for thousands of dollars is your wife nabbing you with a fake profile pic. You've got to watch that. They're, they're tricky. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're probably making Conservative Party of Canada MP Tony Clement feel a little bit better about his situation this morning, Jim. Other people have fallen for this, and we've got one more on the uh, line here. What's going on? Oh, no, much. I got a story about this catfish uh, stuff here for you. Yeah, what happened? Um, so uh, this person was on an online dating site saying they were from the same area I was from, and uh, I was talking to them all night and stuff like that. And then what they do is they invite you to uh, to go to Skype, right? Yep. And, uh, so they have a video it was, it was little do I know a fake video. So they're just, you know, talking on this video, trying to get you, like, all pumped up going, right? And then after... So it's a good-looking woman. Is she, like, showing you stuff, and she's saying, hey, show me what you got? Yeah, exactly, but it's a fake video. So they do... Well, don't you realize when you ask a question and they respond with an answer that doesn't make any sense? Surprisingly, it was like she... She was the leader of the conversation, right? So, uh, and then every four seconds, she goes, shh, don't talk. <laughs> <laughs> Just let this happen. Yeah, yeah. So then after that happened, then uh, it went to this uh, computer screen with the Grim Reaper on the, on the main screen. And uh, so then you start to get shaking in your boots a little bit. And then they uh, started pulling up my Facebook account. And then they'd show my grandma's Facebook or whatever. I had the same last name. Names start popping up, like all your family members? Yeah, so they're on a computer screen with this Grim Reaper pulling up all these, uh, all my Facebook contacts that had my name on it. And they're saying, oh, we're going to send this to these people if you don't send me this money via site is that you send the money, right? Yeah, so send us money through this website or we send this video. What were you doing in the video? So, uh... <laughs> We don't get this specific. But, but you, you like, full-on pleasured yourself on camera. Uh, not to that extent, but it's pretty close to that. And it's enough to be, that you'd be embarrassed to send to someone, that someone would get it sent to them. Right. right. So, Your grandma gets that. You're not going to yeah, be thrilled. exactly. Thanksgiving <laughs> dinner is going to be a little awkward. <laughs> well, anyway, so I didn't end up sending this out. And I ended up calling the cops, and they said, Oh, this uh, is tracked to, like, Philippines and stuff, but they, meanwhile, location services show that they're from London, Ontario, and all this stuff, right? So, ended up, they can't do anything about the catfish, because they're smart enough. There's some Philippine guy trying to get a North American transit number or some stuff, right? And, yeah. So did they send it to your family, or no? They never did. Uh, yeah, so what happened is that they actually did end up sending some stuff out, but... Uh, 
good thing I'm well endowed. Let's just say that. <laughs> That's the only reason you called, dude. Just to tell us that. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> my family's never been prouder. <laughs> That's my boy. We got some strong genetics in this family. And we welcome some members of Democrats Abroad into the studio here. Gina and Marnell join us. Good morning, Gina. Good morning, Taz. Marnell, how you doing this morning? I'm doing all right. It's a little early for me, but here I am. <laughs> so we popped in last night. You had a gathering uh, in the Polish penthouse over at Joe Cool's. You were watching yep. the election results come in. That's right. The Democrats are in the House. They're in the House. They won the House last night. The Republicans kept the Senate. Are you guys happy with that result? I don't think that it's a surprising result uh, with respect to the Senate. I'm I'm thrilled that we took the House. I think the other piece that a lot of people in Canada forget, uh, it's because it's important, is we also took a lot of governor mansions, right? We got Wisconsin. That's huge. That's so big? That's big. Kansas is big. huge. Yep. Illinois is big. I mean, yeah, those that's going to play into gerrymandering and changing that in those states. So that, that's important as well. Another big thing was down in Florida, they they didn't vote in a, um, a Democrat as governor, but they yes. did vote to allow convicted Felons, felons yes. to vote in the next presidential election, yes, which is huge. huge. One point yep. four, what? One point four million more people can vote. Next and that governor is one point four million people in jail in Florida, no, or no. formerly. Oh, oh, I guess. Oh, okay, okay, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. So if you were charged with a felony mm-hmm. in your yep. life, you after that in the past you couldn't vote in Florida. Now you can. Yeah. Hmm. In most states, actually. I, I don't know of any states where you can vote if you're a former felon. Um, that's a big thing in the U.S. So that may happen. If it's happened in one state, it's going to happen in other states. But in Florida, it's a big deal. So you two live in London, Ontario, but you're American citizens. Like, how does it work? Yeah. You, you guys voted through the mail? Yeah, so yeah. each state is different. So they, so I'm from Washington State. They make it fantastically easy. I, I voted by email. So I get my ballot, I print it, I scan it, and I sent it in in September. So I was long voted. And for me, I vote out of Virginia. So um, I got my ballot by email, and then was I had to actually courier it in. So just make sure it got there. Yeah. <laughs> you get a receipt or something like that that says we got it? You can go online yeah. and check and see if they did. I actually spoke uh, yeah. to my election officer to make sure that mine got in. How's anybody going to know you voted if you don't get a sticker, though? <laughs> yeah. Isn't that the whole point? <laughs> because we find the stickers online and post it on Facebook. Oh, okay. That's right. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Big lineups yesterday. Uh, people, the, the voter turnout seemed incredible. Yes. Right. Yeah. A lot, a lot of new people and probably a lot of millennials um, were, you know, obviously the women candidates really ruled the day. Yeah. And, um, you know, there were uh, two for the first time ever, two indigenous candidates, won, and uh, an openly gay governor. And, you know, it's just uh, t- today is a different world, really. What was the biggest disappointment? We're talking to Gina and Marnell. They're, they're uh, members of Democrats abroad uh, about yesterday's U.S. election. What was the biggest disappointment, do you think, for Democrats? Gillum. Gillum was absolutely Gillum. a gut punch. He's the He was the uh, the black guy in Florida yeah. who yep. was governor. running. Yeah. That, that would have changed some things to have a Democratic governor in Florida. Yeah. And O'Rourke. O'Rourke was a- and O'Rourke awesome. was... O'Rourke, he was the, he's the hot guy who everyone was talking about. He Kennedy got so, Jr. so much yeah. momentum. and He's not done, though. Here's, here's the thing for, for Beto. You have, uh, he's a progressive, and you have a lot of young people very excited about him. So I, I think you're going to be seeing more uh, mm-hmm. from him. Do you think he should run for president in 2020? 
It's quite possible. It's or too possible. soon. Okay. I mean, well, here's the thing. How could he win thing. if he lost that, though, right? Well, he's but got he's massive done. name yeah. recognition now nationally, yeah. and he's a powerhouse moneymaker. And so, he came so close to winning Texas, Texas. as a Democrat, which yes. is super close, which 48, is huge. 48% and then some. Yeah. So I, I just hate looking at Ted Cruz's face. So you know, do we. Po- so politics do we. aside, that guy is one of the he's most. He's a Canadian. You know that, Tom? Why is he? How is Ted Cruz you Canadian? You have to claim him. He was a Canadian. We don't want him. to the U.S. We're sending him back. He's yours. He's yours. You keep him. (laughs) So overall, uh, a positive night for the Democrats as far as you're concerned. uh, Power and control is going to be checked by the House now. And, um, you know, there's a lot of opportunity to, uh, you know, um, you know, forcing family separations and slashing health care coverage and turning a blind eye to people with pre-existing conditions. Those are all things that hopefully will be a thing of the past. So. The other piece, too, that's really important for people, for the public, is with the Democrats in the, having control of the House, uh, they're going to be able to do investigations. They're going to be able to have subpoena power, right, mm-hmm. uh, for tax returns, et cetera. Um, So we have more access to more information than we did uh, a couple of days ago. And only nine Republican seats were up for grabs, whereas uh, they were defending, Democrats were defending 26 seats. So, you know, it was always an uphill battle for the Senate. But uh, I'm glad you got I'm glad you got something to look forward to here, because that last election (laughs) night when you guys were watching the results come in. (laughs) What did you you say, Gina? You had a bottle of champagne ready to celebrate Uh, with. Instead, you just drowned your sorrows. Absolutely. I'm glad. That didn't happen for you last yes. night. Thanks for coming in this morning. Thank Democrats you. abroad. Pretty fascinating here, Jim. Mm-hmm. Have we been visited by an alien probe? Some researchers at Harvard University in the States think that we have. A mysterious cigar-shaped object spotted tumbling through our solar system last year. It may have been an alien spacecraft. According to astronomers at Harvard, the object has been nicknamed Umau Mau, which means a messenger that reaches out from the distant past. It's Hawaiian. Mm. Umau Mau. Umau Mau. Papa Umau Mau. Papa Umau Mau. So this thing looks kind of weird. It's it's unlike anything that's ever been seen. So they say, hey, maybe it's a, maybe it's alien. You've uh, you've been checking out some images, Jim. Does it look like something that could come from an alien race to you? Well, I don't. The thing about the picture that every news organization has posted, I feel like it's a CGI rendered thing. So I don't think it's an actual picture. Of it's the, not from uh, some telescope. I don't think so. I, I'm trying to find like a good photo of what they saw. But what does make me because I love aliens, obviously, but cigar- love them. L- love aliens. Yeah, that's I. I love aliens too. If you're listening, <laughs> aliens, I welcome you as probe, all overlords. Probe everyone else. We love aliens. I just hope in my lifetime, first contact yeah. happens. Wouldn't it be great? It would change everything. Well, what else do we have to look forward to, really? At this point, the end of Earth. That's Every, <laughs> everything's been done. End of the world, alien invasion. Be great if they were friendly. Wouldn't it be fun to pal around with an alien? Get them drunk for the first time? Yeah. Yeah. Like, what was the one? Paul? Remember the, <laughs> yeah. the movie Paul? Or an E.T. situation where yeah. you can just crush some Reese's Pieces together, oh have some God. adventures? Go on a bike ride? <laughs> Right now, Jim, if I take my shirt off, I'm a bald man that has the physique of E.T., so if I take my shirt off, it's kind of like you are hanging out with an extraterrestrial. One of us! One of us!
<laughs> well, we may have had a probe. Umau Mau. Great advice. Live in the moment. But if that moment involves one of your friends daring you to eat a garden slug, get the hell out of that moment immediately. <laughs> Jim, I know you want to talk about this. I hate this kind of stuff. Yeah. The, the slug story. Ugh. I, I know you're a hypochondriac. Oh, I just hate hearing about different ways you can die. <laughs> and I had no idea that this was something that could kill you until uh, I read the story yesterday for the first time. Yes, because this seems to be a common practice. Okay, so this was in Australia. This is a common practice? Not necessarily this. Oh, absolutely. You don't think people... Okay, I'll tell the story first. Uh, okay, so a guy in Australia, 19 years old at the time, rugby star, they're having a big team party, wine appreciation night. At one point, after they're having a few drinks, they find a slug. It's like a normal garden slug-looking thing. And buddy uh, Sam Ballard says, Hey, man. Hey, mate. What if I put this in my mouth and eat it? Damn me too, and they're like, "Do it, do it!" So rugby party, you know how guys. One of his are. friends dared him to eat yeah, the slug. Yeah, but he he was the guy who found it too, and then his buddies were like, "Eat it!" So he eats it. Everything's fine. Eight nine years go by. He's in the hospital. They're like, "What?" They can't figure out what's wrong with this guy. They think maybe it's multiple sclerosis because his father had MS. Turns out he has a thing called. Rat lungworm from oh a parasite that was in the slug that he ate eight years ago. It ended up killing this poor guy. Yeah, went into a coma, and he just died last Friday. He, he went into a coma for 420 days, woke up, he was paralyzed, and eventually passed out. All from a dare that happened at a party nine years prior. Is there a disease that has a worse name than rat lungworm? Yeah. It just a, it puts a visual in my in my brain that's awful. Rat lungworm from eating a slug. Add that to the list of no thank you. Yeah, awful things to be diagnosed with. But I said this happens all the time. You don't. You didn't. You you and your buddies didn't eat stupid stuff in in high school. Or no, I, I have food allergies, so oh, yeah, I would. Yeah. I'd be worried that I'm allergic to slugs. I'd never eat a slug. Yeah, uh, but I've seen at like a buck and doe. The goldfish eating. Have you ever seen the goldfish eating at a buck and doe? Not at a not at a buck and doe, but I know a guy who ate a goldfish at a party. There really used to be though. a thing if you had to eat a goldfish, unless you. And the, the trick oh, was yeah. you buy goldfish insurance, right? Mm -hmm. And then if you paid ten dollars to the bride and groom, then you didn't have to eat the goldfish. We're going to the phones here, and I'm surprised how many FM ninety six listeners have eaten strange critters. Go ahead, Mike. What's your story? Well, it wasn't really a dare. It was more my daughter came over to me a couple of years ago, and she had a caterpillar in her hand. And as a funny joke, I thought it would be funny, and I grabbed it, and I quickly swallowed it. And it was about 10 hours later, and I was in reeling pain in bed and had to go into Emerge. And it was probably one of the most embarrassing things to have to go to Emerge. And I knew the girl that was working at the front desk, and I, she said, so what are you here for? And I said, well... I swallowed a caterpillar, and she said, you what? And I swallowed, yeah. It, it all worked out in the end, but it took probably 20, 20, 25 hours for it to go away. Swallowing a caterpillar, less embarrassing than a caterpillar going in the other way, though. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right? <laughs> so what were the symptoms of, of this? Like, what, what, what were they saying the issue was? Your body well, just didn't agree with the caterpillar? 
Well, yeah, she pulled up a picture and she said, did it look like this? And I said, yeah. And she says, that's a tent caterpillar. She says, you, you're not even supposed to touch those. There's warnings out for all the children out in the schoolyards not to touch them. Because they have kind of like a poison or, or something? Yeah, yeah, I guess it was poisonous. Did it eventually come out the other end as a butterfly? Oh, <laughs> you know what? It's God. funny because I felt it. I felt it from, you know, hour to hour kind of moving. Uh, and it was just a really sharp pain. It was terrible. Imagine that. You poop a butterfly three days later. <laughs> it's a beautiful omen. <laughs> well, we're glad you're okay, man. So yeah. your advice to people, don't eat slugs. Let's add caterpillars to that list. You bet. Hey, Dad, how you doing? Good. What's up? Good, good. It's uh, Trainwreck Randy here. Trainwreck Randy. Here we go. Have yeah. you ever taken a dare that you instantly regretted, Randy? Yeah, I bit a frog in half. Why would you do that? My brother Rick dared me. We always went down to the gully and we'd, we'd catch frogs and cut their legs off and have a little fire and eat frog legs. And one day he decided, well, why don't you just bite that frog in half, Randy? A live frog? Yeah. That's barely weirder than eating their legs in a kind of campfire, though. Let's be honest. Yeah. But the, the biggest regret was, as soon as I bit it in half, it was like the stomach enzymes or whatever started burning my tongue. It made you sick. Well, no, it didn't make me sick, but it made my tongue really sore for about three days. <laughs> yeah, it just, it, it just like acid was chewing at it or something. Thanks, Randy. Hi, FM 96. Hey, morning, guys. Morning. Hey, when you guys were talking about that goldfish there, um, we had uh, worm insurance at our buck and doe. Uh -huh, so people would have to eat a worm if they didn't give you some money? <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. It was hilarious. <laughs> and were people we, eating worms? Oh, yeah. The full full worms. They were like three, four inches long. And they would get them down and, oh, yeah, have their drink afterwards. After hearing this story about the guy who died from eating a slug, would you, if you're going to throw another buck and doe, would you have people eat worms or would you? <laughs> Probably not. Yeah. But it, I don't know. It was pretty. It was pretty funny, but the the slug. I don't know. I don't know if I would eat that. That would be. Uh, that'd be different. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, it's funny as long as nobody gets rat lungworm. Like, what are the odds, right? Oh, sad story. And how bad does that friend feel? The guy who dared him to do that. Oh, that I would feel terrible.